What's the greatest ever piece of American art? Some would say it's a splattered canvas of abstract expressionism by Jackson Pollock, or one of those soup cans by Andy Warhol. Others prefer realism, you know, like Landscapes of the West, or maybe even American Gothic by Grant Wood, you know, the painting of that grumpy couple in front of the Little White House. But what's the oldest piece of American art? In fact, the oldest known painted artwork in all of what is now known as North America, which includes the USA, Canada, and all those Aztec and Mayan sites around Mexico. This is less of a debate. It's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma is the birthplace of North American art, at least as far as we know it to this point. The canvas was a little different, though. A bison skull from 10,500 years ago that has a red zigzag painted on it, which leads to the question, why is there a 10,500-year-old bison skull that has a red zigzag painted on it in western Oklahoma? We'll be talking with an OU archaeologist who dug it up in 1994 to find out. This is the Oklahoma Expression, a new monthly podcast from OETA's Gallery America. We meet up with Oklahoma characters, that is, artists, musicians, writers, chefs, creators of all kinds, past and present. And we chat about how creativity, problem solving, and sometimes rather weird ideas add up to our ever-expanding idea of the Oklahoma scape, which we loosely define as the environment we make for ourselves that makes life in the 46 states so special. I'm your host, Robert Reed. Welcome. And if you like what you hear, please help us stay gold by following us and leaving a review. I know you hear that a lot, but it does help. So please. Episode one, Oklahoma is the birthplace of North American art. File under dirty fingernails. I was working in an area where I was removing the front leg of one animal and underneath that front leg was a skull. This is Dr. Leland Beamont, an archaeologist with the Oklahoma Archaeological Survey at OU since 1992. And this is a somewhat normal thing for him to be doing. And so as I started cleaning off that skull, I noticed that there was this little bright red line right in the forehead of it. And I'm going, well, that's, that's odd. And, you know, it kind of grabs your attention after you've been excavating for weeks and weeks in a very hot summer, and you sit there and go, well, this is different. Dr. Beamont was digging at a bison kill site outside Weatherford in western Oklahoma, where over 10,000 years before, Folsom people had lured dozens of giant bison into a gully. Dr. Beamont found that there was actually three such bison kill sites right here, one atop of the other. But that wasn't his big discovery. And so I kept gently excavating, and as it uncovered, what was laying in front of me was a skull that had been trampled into a hundred pieces, but on a large segment of its forehead was this bright red zigzag line. And the other folks that were excavating with me stopped to see why I was 
so quiet working on something so intently and we were all sitting there just in awe of what is this? It looks like a painted skull. And you're going, can that be true? Why would you have a painted skull in the middle of this bison kill site out in the middle of nowhere, out in northwestern Oklahoma? And we were, we were just shocked by seeing this bright red. The Folsom people were hunters and gatherers who created pointed spears to hunt a now extinct giant bison called the Bison Antiquus. Their horns stretched four feet across, big guys. And the Folsom hunted them across much of present-day central time zone. Bison kill sites have been discovered and excavated in every plain state in North America, up into Canada, down into Mexico, and this is the only one that we've recognized this painted skull or that a painted something took place for any time period. Does it feel like you won the lottery that day? Oh yeah, oh absolutely. It's common practice for archaeologists to leave discoveries on location so that others have a chance to view them before they're excavated. In 1994, there were no cell phones, guys. They would have to hike a mile back to their car, drive to Weatherford, track down a payphone to let anyone know. All the while, leaving that precious painted skull behind. And so we're sitting there going, all right, so we've got to protect this thing. So we put a little piece of ground cloth over the top of it and then put a dustpan on top of that and a little bit of dirt on top of that, because northwest Oklahoma is very windy, but in 94 is also very hot, and we hadn't seen any rain for six weeks, and so we weren't even thinking about rain. Well, that night, we got an inch and a half of rain on top of our bone bed excavation. It hadn't rained at all, an inch and a half of rain. So the next morning, we're sitting there going, all right, time to go back out to the site, uncover this and see, one, if it's even still there because of the rain. And did we just find an, one of the oldest painted anything in North America just to have it rain and wash it away? I mean, it is kind of tense. So we got out there, and of course the site is all just mud. And they're going, all right, just let it dry. The wind will help dry it out. So for half a day, we didn't do anything. We just let everything dry. Then lifted up that piece of cloth, and sure enough, bright red zigzag was still there. We were relieved. We left that skull in place for a week for people to come in and take a look at it. During that week, it rained over five inches on us. We refer to that painted zigzag as a lightning bolt because of that rain that it seemed to attract when we uncovered it. Now, if I may risk a generalization, Dr. Beeman looks exactly like an archaeologist who occasionally digs up 10,500-year-old painted objects. 
at least he does to me, when I meet him at the Sam Noble Museum at OU, we're in front of the exhibit of the skull he found in 1994. It's now known as the Cooper Bison Skull. And he stands with perfect posture, carrying this welcoming grin of like a kid posing in front of a Christmas tree after opening the gift to end all gifts. Yes, he also has a beard. And we talk about what that historic zigzag could possibly mean. We don't know. Uh, geometric designs like zigzags and swirls and boxes are very common artistic elements in rock art and basket uh, paintings and just decorations on clothing and tattoos uh, the world around. We also know that through studying the bones that this skull was selected by somebody we like to call him a shaman or a medicine man or somebody of importance. This person of importance had moved the skull from its skeleton to the head of the gully, likely as part of some ritual or ceremony to lure in more bison. He selected this skull, he repositioned it, and then he painted it. And the paint that was used is a mineral-based paint from berries or blood or something like that. This 10,000-year-old painted object is older than any known painted object in all of North America. I know, I said it already, but it still impresses me. But even though it was painted, is it art? It, it de depends how you define art. And that is uh, one of the big questions, of course, that we all deal with, is one person's art is another person's scribbling. And for us... And looking at this skull, particularly for me looking at this skull, is to me those zigzags and squiggles have cultural meaning. We may not know what that cultural meaning is, but any time that you take and put one set of materials onto another set of materials and it has cultural meaning, then to me that's art. You can see the piece in Norman to decide for yourself if it's art or not. But note that the day it was set up on permanent exhibit, a terrific thunderstorm erupted. Eventually, rain leaked through the roof, dumping right on top of the skull itself. So know that it has some serious power. That wraps up episode one of OETA's Oklahoma Expression. Please remember to subscribe so you can hear more stories like this. And for more on Oklahoma art, watch Gallery America, OETA's monthly show on art. You can access it at oeta.tv slash galleryamerica. And for daily updates on Oklahoma art, follow Gallery America online on Facebook or Instagram at OETA Gallery. I'm Robert Reed. Thank you for listening. And if you find yourself outside Weatherford, do watch your step.